Welcome back to my podcast, Bethany Says, Beauty, Style, and You. In this episode, I'm going to discuss an emotion with which I am personally not very comfortable with, anger. Most of us in recent days have likely felt anger due to events presently unfolding in our nation. While you may not readily associate anger with beauty, as the title suggests of this podcast, Anger is Beautiful, anytime we acknowledge our feelings, whatever they are, and are willing to express them, that is not only an act of bravery, but it's really, truly beautiful. Let's discuss anger and its importance. As someone who is naturally a peacemaker and anti-confrontational, I have mostly shunned anger. It's not that I never experience it myself, of course. It's just that I kind of push the feeling down. But we know what happens when that, um, when we continually do that, right? Uh, eventually, it's going to boil over, and that boiling over moment never looks pretty. As I discussed in my previous episode of my podcast, Lessons from Quarantine, both laughter and crying are good for us. They are outward expressions of emotions that we're processing within. They balance us, calm us, increase our happiness, while discharging anger is also calming. When I hold in my anger, I feel a physical tightness in my body, but when I'm willing to express it, then I can feel that energy releasing, which is great. Anger is often associated with violence or aggressive behavior, which sometimes it is. But anger can bring us together in causes that are important to us and move us forward. On a very simple level, expressing anger can pinpoint problems that need to be discussed and solved. I've been enjoying a podcast for women over 40 called Everything is Fine. I recently listened to their episode, Why It Pays to Get Pissed Off. Their guest on that particular episode, uh, pardon me if I mispronounce it, her name is Soraya Shamali. She wrote a book, Rage Becomes Her. In the book, she talks about anger being purposeful, engaging, deliberate, and change-making. Right away after I heard that in the podcast, anger sounded completely different to me, and it sounded like something that I needed more of in my life. How many times have you been angry about something and not said anything? For me, it is countless. I've had so many conversations in my head about something that I'm angry about that I never actually have with the other person. I'll cop out of the conversation thinking, well, the other person should figure it out and start the discussion. And that's not fair to me. That's not fair to the other person. It's a little bit cowardly, honestly. If I have a problem, it's up to me to discuss it. Pushing it down means the issue remains and I could eventually have a blow up moment like I was talking about earlier. And then it isn't a good expression of anger in those moments, and those moments likely don't solve anything. 
Many of us have expressed anger over recent events, the most central right now being the demonstrations and the fallout uh, following um, Mr. Floyd's death in Minneapolis at the hands of a police officer. Another interesting thing about anger is it gives us a sense of feeling in control. These things that are happening feel outside of our control. We can't do anything about it. And getting angry restores a sense of control within our own environment. Even just talking about it makes us feel better. Um, and then when we start talking about it, we can talk with other like-minded individuals and come up with things that we can do to make things different, to make things better. On the podcast that I mentioned a moment ago, Ms. Shamali talks about not trying to control or manage anger, which we hear a lot, but rather working towards emotional competence. She has a page on her website called 10 Steps to Emotional Competence. She talks about developing a self-awareness around your anger settings, like whether you are expressive or a ruminator, and the things that you're afraid to say, etc. I think um, having that check-in with yourself is really important, and identifying those things can help you step beyond those blockers and that unwillingness to have those conversations if you're built uh, like I am and don't step easily into those conversations. My favorite in her top 10 is cultivate body confidence. I work with women of all ages, sizes, and shapes. Regardless of their size, there's often a confidence issue with something related to their body. Soraya suggests looking at your body from the standpoint of how it is functioning and your overall health rather than from its general attractiveness. I love that. If we all thought about our bodies from the sense of how it's working, then we might be able to stop obsessing about the number that's on the tag inside our garments inside of our garments. That number doesn't define you. That number is merely a descriptor and there's a huge difference. A few friends and I have a text thread and we've all admitted to each other we've been a little hyper aware of our bodies right now and um, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but I started weighing myself early on in this process of staying at home. Um, I mean, I periodically weigh myself anyway, just to make sure I'm not getting out of control. But I was like doing it a few times a week, which is ridiculous because I don't have a weight problem and you don't have to weigh yourself that many times. Um, there's different philosophies on, on that, but, um, that's a different topic for a different podcast. But I think we're focused on our bodies right now. And I was focused on my weight because that's something that we can control right now. And I, I do think that we are concerned legitimately because we are not moving as much. We're at home. We're taking fewer steps. Um, our gyms are just now starting to open. Um, being at home means we're closer to our snacks. And in the evenings, maybe we're having more um, 
drinks than we normally do, drinking during the week, these shifts in our habits are inevitably going to show up on our bodies. But let's don't get crazy and let's certainly don't get lost in the weeds and start obsessing because when you begin to obsess, it starts a cycle of unhealthy choices and behaviors and you start to, I don't know, feel a little bit like giving up. If you're concerned, if your body is starting to take a different shape, and some are, just take some small measures to make changes. Just pick one small thing to change this week. Like, instead of chips with my sandwich at lunch, I'll have Triscuits. I like my crispy things, so I have to have something crispy with my sandwich. Or maybe it's carrots if you like carrots. Or maybe I'll drink one less soda per day this week. Just start small and build from there. We already have a lot on our minds and our plates. Let's don't shoot for the stars and go to any kind of extremes. My mantra has been lately, one day at a time, one task at a time. I've discovered yoga with Adrian during this time at home, and she's been my morning go-to workout. Uh, the kids and I have done a PE with Joe in the afternoon sometimes. Our bodies need this movement, and we also need to release the stress that we're feeling, and exercise is a great way to do that. And getting back to our topic of anger, exercise helps you release some of the stress that anger builds in your body. I was doing a yoga flow with Adrian yesterday morning. I was in mountain pose, and for those of you who don't know yoga, or haven't taken it in a long time. That's just basically you standing there on your mat, standing straight up. I felt all of this energy lifting out of my body from my shoulders in that moment. I felt so good and it was amazing. And I was doing a lot of yoga during homeschool with my kids. They've now finished. But I do feel like it kept me more even. I wasn't blowing up like I might, raising my voice. So do find something that you enjoy doing that you can do a little bit every day, exercise-wise or meditation-wise. or um, And that's really going to help release some, some anger and some stress and some tension that we're holding in our bodies from all of the news that's coming at us every day. I'm taking stock of myself during this time, and I do want to come out a better person. I know that sounds so hokey, oh my gosh, but I do want to, um, to, I do want to get better at being angry and expressing it in good ways and not feeling like, well, this is going to be awkward or this is scary. Um, I recently found a journal that I started in 2010, and at that point in 2010, I got about seven pages in and then I stopped. And then five years later, I picked it up in 2015 and got three pages in and stopped. So apparently I'm terrible at journaling. But I've picked up this journal once again and I want to start recording some of the good information that's coming at me during this time. I don't know if you're reading articles, but I've been reading a lot of articles, um, not just related to the virus and and the riots and things, but just 
you know, dealing with our feelings and how we're processing that and some good things that we can be doing for ourselves right now. So um, I'm going to put those things that I'm learning in this journal. And one thing that I definitely want to put in there, which Soraya says on her website in this top 10 that I mentioned earlier, be brave enough to stop pleasing people. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with others and subscribe if you have not already. I produce about one podcast a month, so um, and I keep them very short and sweet, so it's pretty easy to follow along with me. I also write a blog, which you can find at bethanysiggins.com. I just marked 10 years of blogging a couple of months ago, and I have a great look back on my website at my 10 years of blogging, and um, I think that's a great piece for you to look to see um, why I started the, the blog and um, where it is today and everything that's happened in between. I love speaking with you through this medium, and I love hearing back from you. So email me anytime at bethany at bethanysiggins.com. Thank you again for listening, and I'll speak to you again real soon.